and I realized that that personality whose name has been written next to your name, he must be the greatest of all your creation. So therefore I ask you in the barakat and blessings of his name. So this is what happened in dunya, Allah Ta'ala elevated Nabi Sallallahu status. And in so many ways, in this surah of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, Alam nashrah lak sadrak. First, this as an introduction to the ayah that's coming. Did we not expand your chest for you? So expanding the chest refers to creating the capacity for various things in it. Like in another ayat, Allah Ta'ala says regarding the believers in general, Allah Ta'ala wishes to guide somebody. Allah Ta'ala expands his chest for Islam, his heart for Islam. Expands his heart, this is not some physical expansion. But it is a capacity within. And the Sahaba Ikram on this occasion inquired also, that is there some sign, because this was not something that's physical, that can be seen. Okay, this person is doing weightlifting now, now. He can measure how many centimeters he's expanded himself. So, this is not some physical growth, but this was something within. So, something that's within, that is not visible to the naked eye. But is there some sign? Is there something that will tell us that yes, this has happened? That this heart has expanded for Islam? So, Nabi Islam said, yes, there are some signs of it. What are the signs of it? So three things he mentioned. At-tajafi andaril ghurur. First sign is that the heart will become disinclined from the abode of deception. Abode of deception, dunya. This inclination doesn't mean that a person won't use the means that Allah has provided. That he will forsake the means. The means, adopting the means, this Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif also. وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ صَنْعَةَ لَبُوسٍ لَكُمْ لِتُحْسِنَكُمْ مِنْ بَأْسِكُمْ Allah Ta'ala says, Allah Ta'ala has taught you how to create and make armor so that it will protect you in your war. So now, Allah Ta'ala gave that knowledge of how to make that armor which is a means. And that means is to be adopted so that it will become a means of protection. This is one example, like that all the creation that Allah has created, which is halal, permissible for us to use. So Allah has made it for some to use, but within the limits that Allah has placed. So this inclination from the world doesn't mean that a person will totally forsake dunya. He has to live in dunya. But this inclination is in the heart. Sometimes a person doesn't have dunya and his heart is immersed in dunya. And sometimes a person has a lot of dunya and his heart is far away from it. One person heard about one Buzrug. This is a very big Buzrug. So he came to visit him. When he came to visit him, this person was in his business at that time. He used to run some kind of business. So this visitor heard about him as a very, very great personality. So he had a certain picture in his mind. He must be somebody that's sitting in one corner and got nothing of dunya. There have been many of that nature also. 
This is Allah Ta'ala's will. So any case, like Sulaiman was given much of the material things as well. He ruled over the world. This person also had a lot of material possessions. So when this visitor came, he thought that what people are talking about him, they are all mistaken. This person seems to be very immersed in dunya. So in any case, he met him, sat. After a short while, then he said, that, uh, this is my desire that I want to perform Hajj with you. So he said, really? You want to perform Hajj with me? So he said, yes, that's my heart's desire. That I would like to perform Hajj with you. Now there was still some time for Hajj. So he said, very well. So his scarf was there. He put his scarf on his shoulder. And he woke up and he said, well, let's go. So let's go. The journey can start now. Hajj is still a while away, but in any case, by time, Hajj will get there. So from the spot, he woke up to start moving towards Hajj. This person said, but I still go to make some arrangements and sort out certain things. So now this is something Allah Ta'ala inspires in the hearts of his special servants. So he says, well, your little bit dunya also you still have to go make arrangements about. And you were having doubts about that. How this person can be an Allah wala when he's got all this dunya around him. So that opened this visitor's eyes. What I was thinking about and what the reality is. So this inclination, this person, despite whatever was with him, around him, he was far away from it in terms of his heart. That was not in his heart at all. He was not dreaming dunya. He was not only planning dunya. He was, his heart was attached to Allah. Whatever came as it came, whatever his responsibilities were, he carried on with it. So in any case, the first sign that was mentioned by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The disinclination from this world of deception from this abode of deception Because this deception, it gives a person so much of hopes Raises him to the heights before it drops him suddenly And when he feels everything now is set Then suddenly this world puts him favor You carry on now, everything will stay behind You go empty handed we're not coming with you. Nothing will come with you. That's the deception. That it leaves him at his critical time. So dunya is darul ghurur. This heart will become disinclined from it. When? When this heart has been expanded for Islam. So when the heart will be disinclined from dunya, then what will be the condition of the heart? Al-inabatu ila daril khulud. It will be inclined to the everlasting abode. Everlasting abode. If a person is told that this is a business, you can engage in this business, you will make a very big profit. But that profit will last with you for one day. Whatever you use in one day, you use after it's all gone. So what's the use then? One day I'd rather do something else which might not be of this amount, but if it's going to be of benefit long term. Everybody wants the long term benefit. Short term, then it's going to be gone soon. So the short term, whatever you need for the immediate need, that, that's the only thing that you can really use. person can only eat so much. He can only drive one car at a time. He can only live in one house at a time. And he can only wear one garment at a time. So there's only so much that he can do out of the dunya. The rest of it is just for his mind. Say it's there. Nothing else. Therefore, sometimes... 
when a person has a lot of thoughts coming to mind, that I want this also, and I want that also, and I want a very big bank balance also, whatever else. So the thing is that those who do have it also, how many of the, how much of the time it is, how often it is, that those things are in a person's possession, but it is just there. He never gets to use it also sometimes. Sometimes for years on end. It's there. That very expensive jewelry sometimes, it's locked and it's locked like that for years. It will pass on from one generation to the next. Or my daughter gets married, I'll give it to her. She locks it up. My daughter gets married, I'll give it to her. And then sometimes some person has bought Kruger ends. So now we're waiting for the value to go higher. So the value did go higher. But it's going to go even higher. So eventually, his now next generation comes, they inherit it. They're waiting for the value to go higher also. And then finally, the third generation is waiting for the value to go even higher. So it's just there. Not that there's anything haram in having something in a correct way, but this is often the reality of dunya. This is where it is, it's just there. And the mind is at ease that, well, here there's an investment. No problem with that, if it's a halal earning that a person has put into it, in itself it's there. But what the lesson we want to learn out of this is, that when this is the reality, and a person doesn't have it now, then don't dream about it, just appease the mind. The mind is also there somewhere. It's locked up in a vault somewhere, like many people don't see that place for years, because it's locked up so safely. One person put something safely and he locked it away, after a while now he had to, he was asked for something, so now he started looking for it, it was so safely locked away, he couldn't, couldn't find it also. He is hunting high and low, he can't remember where he locked it up so safely. So he even lost it. So the issue is that this it's a mind issue. So when a person has appeased himself, all this thing in these windows, the shop windows mind. Others are also seeing it, I'm seeing it to his mind, it's all safe. That's all. Appease the mind. Yes, what is a person within his moderate effort he will make in order to earn his halal living? Whatever barakat Allah Ta'ala gives him in there. Alhamdulillah. For that purpose, in order to earn his halal living, whatever efforts he needs to make, whatever planning he needs to do, whatever he needs to apply his mind, he'll do all that. Whatever uh, things that need to be worked out, needs to discuss something with somebody, he needs to do whatever is required, whatever is necessary, he'll do. But his heart and mind won't be 24-7 preoccupied in dunya. That is inclination to dunya now. The heart and mind is in that how to keep turning the figures. How to keep turning dunya. He'll make his moderate effort. The Quran Sharif speaks about making an effort. Fabshu fi mana ki biha. Walk on the edges of the earth and eat the provisions of Allah. Don't get caught in the middle of it. So in any case, the second thing is that together with being disinclined from dunya, his heart and mind is focused to long term. What am I going to deposit in the eternal investment? In that investment which there is never loss in it. In that investment which the change of governments doesn't affect it in any way. That investment which doesn't get 
be valued in any way. When the revolution took place in Burma, once I happened to speak to one person who confirmed this, had heard these stories before that, but people had to overnight leave everything and move. And many stayed also, but the currency changed overnight. When the currency changed overnight, now people who had whatever currency is undeclared, that became a musibah. Since that became what was a source of comfort all this while. Overnight that became a source of grief now. That if this, I get caught with this, I'm in big trouble. And people were burning it with their own hands. Now, what a person puts his heart and mind into and what it becomes sometimes. Not that to save something is not permissible, but the heart must not be stuck in it. The heart attached to Allah. These things will remain in the hand, they'll remain in the pocket, they'll remain in the bank, they'll remain wherever, but not in the heart. The heart, the dil, dil bayar, dust bakar, dil for Allah Ta'ala, the heart for Allah Ta'ala, the hands, that will be in dunya, that will work, that will earn, that will spend, but the heart will be for Allah Ta'ala. So, wal inabatu ila daril khulud. So, the more that a person can do in order to invest in the akhirat by spending his wealth in the path of Allah Ta'ala, by spending his time, his energies, his efforts, whatever can be done in order to enhance his akhirat. So whatever ways he can serve the deen of Allah Ta'ala, the efforts that he can make in enhancing deen, this will be his heart and mind, he will be focused in this direction. Enhancing his own deen, the deen of his family, the deen of his neighbors, of his community, of his entire, the entire ummah. So in any case, this was the second thing. And the third thing Nabi Islam mentioned, that was istiadadu lil mawti qabla nuzulihi. That preparing for death before it comes. That is the intelligent person. That he is not standing at the airport knowing that the flight is going to leave any time and he doesn't have his passport with him, he doesn't have his currency, he doesn't have anything, his luggage. Here, if that really happens to Maybe he'll go, miss that flight, take another flight later. But when the flight of Malakul Moth comes, there won't even be any announcement that this flight is about to depart. And if the person hasn't made any arrangement, to come empty-handed. But then empty-handed, that's a major problem on the other side. So in any case, this was what Nabi Islam mentioned regarding, uh, this is what the signs of the heart being expanded for Islam. In this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says to Nabi Sadrak, Did we not expand your heart? Did we not expand your chest for this capacity of undertaking the task that Allah Ta'ala has placed upon you? Which requires the ilm. Allah Ta'ala blessed you with more ilm than the entire creation put together. It requires hilm, the tolerance. Allah Ta'ala blessed you with that tolerance with the entire creation put together can't muster that amount of tolerance. It requires all those great sifat and qualities which you were the perfection of. Nabi says, I was sent to perfect good character. So good character was already there. Yalim Salatu Salam had taught it. But then that was brought to its perfection. 
the peak, the pinnacle of it. This was brought by Nabi So Allah Ta'ala says that we granted you all this. And then further, Together with this, we removed the burden from your back, lightened your back. There's a lot of detail in that. And then Allah says, That we have elevated your name. If elevated it so much that no matter who tries what they wish to and how they may try to drag your name in the mud if they want to, but that is a futile effort because we have elevated it where nobody can ever dare try to even bring any kind of dot on it. And all their efforts will all be just futile. It'll be like a person trying to spit at the moon. It's put only falls back on his face. It doesn't affect the moon in any way. The moon is as bright as ever. So this warafana alaka dikrak. In one hadith al Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala explains this. Nabi Islam relates it in the words of Allah Ta'ala. That Ida Dukirtu Zukirta Ma'i. Ida Dukirtu, whenever I will be mentioned, you will be mentioned. And in so many ibadats, the name of Allah Ta'ala is there, the name of Rasulullah Sallallahu is there. Right from the kalima, La ilaha illallah, that iman is not complete till there is Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in the kalima also, the name of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Comes the azan, then the azan, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, that azan won't be complete without Ashhadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. And if you think about it carefully, that every second around the globe, somewhere or the other, there's Azan taking place. Just if we consider just in a short space between Durban and Johannesburg, there's a time difference of in the Maghrib time. For example, now we perform Maghrib Salah. So by the time you get to Johannesburg, it's almost 20 minutes later, the Maghrib Azan. And in between Durban and Johannesburg, every place is a, a few minutes apart. So while the azans are still taking place and getting complete in one place, it has started in the next. And by the time it's finishing off somewhere by perhaps midway between here and Petermarisburg, it's starting off in Petermarisburg. As you, that, those azans are not yet complete and another 50, 100 kilometers away azans have started. So this is just in the short distance of 500 kilometers. Around the clock, once, some years back, many years back, in Karachi, the Fajr Azan had started. And then for almost 25 minutes to half an hour, you could still hear Fajr Azan. One masjid just finished and another masjid starts with the Azan very quickly, some a little later, some towards, closer towards the end of time, last half an hour. So for almost 25 minutes to half an hour, it was only Fajr Azan in one city. So this Azan is taking place 24-7. Every second there's an Azan carrying on somewhere in the world. And this is also Allah Ta'ala's Ajeeb Qudrat and Nizam. That if Azan is taking place 24-7, then 24-7 there's somebody in Sajda also. 24-7 there's somebody in Ruku also. 24-7 there's somebody saying Allahu Akbar 
And somebody is saying, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, somewhere in the world. Somebody is saying, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. And somebody is reciting Quran Sharif. And somebody is involved in some other ibadat. So 24-7 this is taking place. And part of that salah is at the end of the salah. In the last qada is after tashahud. In tashahud itself, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah. Ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. So 24-7 somebody somewhere is reciting tashahud also. And after tashahud is durood. So this also 24-7 somebody somewhere is reciting durood sharif in the salah. Because of the staggered time. And wait, sunset somewhere, Maghrib Salah is now starting. So somewhere Fajr is also just starting. While the Maghrib Azan is taking place somewhere, the Fajr Azan is taking place somewhere. So this around the clock, Allah Ta'ala says, Iza zukirtu zukirtu ma'i. When I will be mentioned, you will be mentioned with me. And this is that way in which this has been preserved. By means of the azan, by means of the salah, by means of the khutbah. And a person is giving the khutbah also without the durood, then khutbah will be finished. And in the tashahud, and in so many ibadats, the name of Nabi Islam keeps coming in. So when Allah Ta'ala has wished to preserve the greatness of Rasulullah then the whole world together can try anything else, it will be all futile. Because Allah Ta'ala is the protector of the honor of Nabi But the issue is that how do we respond to this greatness that Nabi has? Being his followers, being those who take his name, being those who claim to love him. And his name itself is such a Mubarak name. And those who were the true lovers of Rasulullah there were some who had that degree of love. Like there was a king, Sultan Shamsuddin Al-Tamash Rahmatullah after he passed away, his son came in. Son's name was Nasiruddin Mahmud. So he became the king. And the king of this huge country, India at that time. But he was such a pious person also that he never took anything out of the treasury from the public treasury as a salary also. Say, this belongs to the, this is the wealth of the Muslims, not mine. But he was an excellent scribe, <coughs> write very beautifully. So in his spare time, his own private time, he would, the Quran Sharif, there was no printing presses at that time. Quran Sharif used to be also written by hand. So he used to write the Quran Sharif. Because of his beautiful writing, people would be very desirous of buying that. But that beautiful writing with the Quran Sharif also, after having completed a copy of the Quran Sharif, he would sell it in a way that it was not known who wrote it. So that somebody just merely out of consideration that this was written by the king of the time, he may not give a price higher than what is the market value of that copy as it stands. But obviously there was a very meager amount that he would earn in that way. And being the king of the time, his wife would do all the work herself in the house because he couldn't afford a servant for her. And once, while making the bread and the roti, she got burnt to the point where it started, blisters came all over her hand. So she started crying. So he started crying. He says, I am aware of what is going on. The dunya is a few moments. 
It's the blink of an eye. All these difficulties will pass. But this belongs to the Muslims. I can't touch it. But with this little patience now, Allah Ta'ala will grant you immense rewards in the Akhirat. That was the last day she ever complained. That was the first day and the last day. She said, Bas, I'm happy about this. Queen of the time. But in any case, this was another part of it. The point that we were actually discussing was one of his most closest attendants, his wazir, minister, his name was Muhammad. And this is the name he would call him by. Every time he needed to address him, call him, he would use the name that he had, Muhammad. One day, this was his, like a title or like a nickname if you wish. He was also known as Tajuddin. This was like a second name. So one day he wanted to address him something, so he said to him, Tajuddin. So this person at the end of that day went home and he didn't return the next day. The second day he didn't come. After three days had passed, Nasiruddin Mahmud, the king, he sent somebody to find, call him. What's going on? Why he doesn't come? This person came finally. What's the problem? Three days you haven't come. So he says, I know how I've passed this three days. Every day from so long and how many times you've always addressed me by my name. And a few days ago, you suddenly out of the blue addressed me as Tajuddin. So this thought came in my mind that you are perhaps thinking that I have done something out of place, that you have omitted my name, which this Mubarak name I've been blessed with, but you left that out and you addressed me by the second name Tajuddin, which you never did before. So perhaps you are upset with me, you are angry over something, but I know I haven't done anything out of place. So I am passing these three days, I've passed these three days like a fish out of water. So he responded and said, that, no, no, there's no such thing. My heart is completely clear and clean about you. I'm not entertaining any suspicion about you in any way. He says, then why you suddenly out of the blue changed or didn't use my name, you called me by the second name, Tajuddin. He says, no, Alhamdulillah, every time that I had called you by your name ever since, or anybody else, by your name also, and I was always in the state of wudu. That particular day, I was not in a state of wudu. I didn't want to use the Mubarak name without wudu. Now, this is the azmad and the ishq and the muhabbat that Allah Ta'ala has placed in some people's hearts, even for the Mubarak name of Rasulullah What about his way of life? So this is the issue that being the, those who take his Mubarak name, those who claim to love him, those who claim to follow him. So this is now, Allah Ta'ala has elevated the Nabi beyond what we can even imagine. The whole world can try to do anything against this honor, they will all fail miserably. So neither is it by our doing in some way we are going to enhance Nabi Salaam's honor. He is beyond that. We cannot elevate him in any way more than what he is. He is beyond that and Allah Ta'ala is continuously elevating his status. He is not in need of our elevation anyway. But we are in need of following him to get elevated. In the court of Allah Ta'ala. In dunya and akhirat. So this is the question, this is the issue of how much have we done, what have we done to get closer to Rasulullah To get closer to his Mubarak way of life. To get closer to his sunnah. Bringing his Mubarak sunnahs into our lives.
becoming his ardent followers, bringing in our life what he loved, removing from our life what he disliked. This was the Sahaba Ikram, their lives, the slightest indication of some displeasure, and it was gone. They didn't even have to wait for a clear instruction. Slightest indication, and that slight indication would sometimes merely be that Nabi Salaam would just remain silent when the person came and made salam. This was the already qiyamat for him. Nabi Salaam did not give me the attention that normally I get. That alone was qiyamat. What has gone wrong? Something is out of place from my side. I need to sort it out. All the incidents that I got. Stories of Sahaba that we read and listen to, all that is in front of us. So, this is what we have to be now looking into to how to bring ourselves closer to the Mubarak way of life. This is not confined to just certain aspects of life, it includes our ibadat, our mu'amalat, how we conduct our dealings, our businesses, our private dealings our mu'asharat, our social life, our akhlaq, everything, it's all inclusive, everything, the whole aspect of life, every aspect of life, this is what we have to, nothing happens overnight, but one thing at a time, to start getting closer to the sunnah of Rasulullah adopting the Mubarak way of life, and that state of mind and heart, this is the real, the seat of it all, the two bring our mind, our thinking and the wishes of our heart and soul to that which was the way that Nabi Sassam presented. Many a times, in some ways we get closer to the Sunnah, but the heart and mind is still immersed in something else, in the ways of the West. Sometimes a person even expresses things then where he is giving some kind of credence to the ways of the West, giving some kind of praise to the ways of the West and the ways of the Kuffar and the Yehud and the Sara, which are in opposition to the way of Rasulullah So this is because the heart and mind hasn't changed. So to bring the state of mind to that which Nabi Islam has taught, that fikr, that concern which he had, and then the appreciation from our side, the least appreciation is together with obviously the practical life that we need to bring into ourselves, the Misa'asam's way of life to bring into our life, the Durud Sharif that we should be reciting daily. And the least amount is hundred times daily. Hundred times Durud Sharif with great azmat, with great muhabbat and love for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hazrat Shah Ghani Pulpuri Rahmatullah Sheikh, he used to explain that Durud Sharif, a beautiful way of reciting Durud Sharif, the state of mind at that time, is that a person imagines himself at the Rosa Mubarak. And that this shower of blessings from Allah Ta'ala that is coming down constantly on the Rosa Mubarak. While a person is presenting his Durud Sharif there, the the shower is also, some droplets are coming onto him from there. This imagination a person is reciting Duru Sharif, it will transform that entire Duru Sharif. The effect of it will be something else. So, that minimum is Duru Sharif, and that Duru Sharif also becomes this 
we are doing ourselves a favor, nobody else. On Salla Aliya Salatan Wahidatan, Sallallahu Alaihi Bihamsha. The Beast Qasim says that the one who recites one durood upon me, Allah Ta'ala shows ten blessings upon him. One durood we recite, Allah Ta'ala is giving us ten blessings. So, we are doing ourselves a favor. And on the day of Qiyamah, Inna awlan nasi bi yawm al-qiyamah, aktharuhum aliyya salatan. The one who will be closest to me on the day of Qiyamah is the one who recited the greatest amount of durood upon me. So this durood sharif is such an ibadat, this is the one only ibadat also, where in this ibadat simultaneously, almost simultaneously, the name of Allah Ta'ala and the name of Nabi Islam comes together. Simultaneously in this ibadat. person says, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Allahumma is Allah's name, Allah. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Nowhere else this comes in the same time. So this is that ibadat where Allah Ta'ala's name, Nabi Islam's name joined. And this is that ibadat where a person is so to say, he is in that amal which Allah Ta'ala says, I do also. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Allah Ta'ala and his angels, they all send durood. Now everyone's durood is of a different nature. Allah Ta'ala's durood and salat is by showering blessings on Nabi Islam. The malaika's durood is by asking Allah Ta'ala to shower the blessings. And the same for the insan. But in any case, the work is the same. Yusallun. Allah Ta'ala also sends salat. And the malaika also. And Allah Ta'ala is inviting insan. You also join in this. So joining in that which Allah Ta'ala and the malaika are doing. What great ibadat this is. So the durood of Nabi Islam on Nabi Islam daily, minimum 100 times. And bringing his way of life in our life. Every sunnah, one thing at a time, bringing and inculcating the sunnahs, and bringing alive the way of life of Nabi Islam in our lives, our homes, and the entire ummah of Nabi Islam. This is what will bring us that qurb and that nearness to Him. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. La ilaha illallah 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 la ila
be able to recite the Quran Sharif daily, ya Allah. Allah Allah, be able to remember you daily, ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the sifat of Iman, ya Allah. Allah, remove all the evil qualities from our hearts, ya Allah. All those who have passed away, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Make them complete makhirat, Ya Allah. Allah raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah in the time of all, they take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah take us on iman ikamim, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat in the soul. Allah make our covers with tatins of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Allah raise us on the day of qiyamah among the sulaha, the anbiya alayhi salatu salam, and the nabiyyin, siddiqin, shuhadai, salihin. Allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Allah unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Allah unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Allah unite the hearts of the entire ummah of Rasulullah. Ya Allah, you make parents, Ya Allah. Allah means of comfort and compassion for children, Ya Allah. Allah make children the coolness of the eyes of the parents, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those are secret and shifai, kamila, ajila, mustabirra, daima. Allah remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are deaths make the easy payments of their deaths possible, Ya Allah. Allah, those who are without jobs, Ya Allah, give them halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Allah, those who are in any kind of financial difficulty, Ya Allah, give burqat in the risk, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove the financial difficulties also, Ya Allah. Allah, grant burqat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant halal and tayyib risk to each one, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have asked us to make dua for them, fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant them the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, we are gathered out of your mercy and grace, Ya Allah. Allah, you have allowed us to gather, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, we all have gathered only for your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, grant it to each one, Ya Allah. Allah, do not deprive anyone of us, Ya Allah. Allah, do not deprive anyone of us, Ya Allah. Allah, make us your true lovers, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, make us your true servants, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, every second of our life, let us be your remembrance, Ya Allah. Let us be under the shade of your happiness and pleasure, Ya Allah. All the good that Nabi Islam begged for, Allah, we are also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Islam sought refuge from, Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasa'uka min khayri ma sa'aduka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri wa sta'adaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaam. ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله